bullshit, it's all just um gay politics. America's gotten kind of whack, but we're not gonna let it go down like that, cause we got a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. We probably don't have all the facts, but we got opinions and we'll probably backtrack. That's why it's a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. Ooh, it's all shit, it's all shit. It's all shit. It's all shit. I mean, are we gonna die? I don't know. I, I, you're extreme. I am extreme. It's all shit. Uh uh. This shit is bananas. B A A A A A S. This shit is Trumpanas. T R U M P A N A N A S. What? I don't know. I don't even know. everybody welcome to dumb gay politics i'm julie and i'm brandy and this is the podcast where we talk about the week in politics like we're talking about reality tv well we <laughs> thought we were depressed last week meow meow <laughs> this week we are on a whole nother level bitch Wee-wee. yep well on tuesday we abruptly found out we did not get a TV show we've been auditioning for since the first week of January. <laughs> and the bender began. Beyond. Um, if you care to know the details, we spilled all the tea and all the tears on our Patreon podcast last week. If you're interested in checking that tour de force out <laughs> uh, there's a link to a free episode in the description of this podcast or you can go to our website julianbrandy.com and there's a link there as well we do two hour long podcasts every week that are not about politics yeah i mean before <laughs> in the past um it used to just be a nice break for us and you guys too because this podcast is about real shit like our rights mm-hmm. and other than last week when we lost a job that was going to change our lives forever <laughs> <laughs> our patreon podcasts are usually just about fun and frivolous shit mm-hmm. that's the one Right. Sad, serious one. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, life, you know what I mean? Life happens. Yeah. You know, we, and we just lent in. We lend in. And you know we what? We lend in. You sometimes, sometimes there's people on earth whose lives will never change. That's true. That is true. <laughs> they just keep on going. <laughs> Some people book stuff. They book stuff all the time. Some people do. They book stuff all the fucking time. That's true. They really, they seem to be, I don't know, likable. Yeah. Um, wanted. Good people. Apparently talented. Right. Um, not a liability. Not edgy. Not, not um, scary to yeah, a network. Right. Yeah. Not worrisome. They're just, um, you know, sort of a, look, just a, a smooth ball. <laughs> that's what they are. You know They're a I mean? smooth <laughs> testicle. And that's what they fucking are. Well, that is what they want, isn't it? Yeah, that is what they want. Mm-hmm. That's what they, exactly what they want. Well, we want to give a shout out to all of our very sweet and supportive Patreon subscribers who left us the most comments we've ever had in our lives. The support, the messages, it just meant so much to us. And I got to say, it really did help. It really did because we really just felt like we um, we mattered. I just it, what they the lot of what they said was I didn't really feel like I mattered, but I mm, uh, well, a lot of what okay. they said 
was just helpful. It was really helpful advice. Mm -hmm. And there wasn't enough of it on Earth. We could have just kept consuming (laughs) it. And the funny thing was, is that the episode before that episode, Mm -hmm. so last week we did two episodes. So Mm -hmm. we did one prior to finding out that we didn't get the job. Mm -hmm. That one's called Actor Support Group. (laughs) And then the one after when we wrote, we didn't get the job. Mm-hmm. This guy who's been listening for a long time, he's like one of our original 14 listeners, his name's Cameron. He went on the actor support group and he said, talk about an actor support group. I'm like, <laughs> that's pretty good. That's pretty fucking good. I mean, the irony of irony is that. That's true. I mean, but it felt like bigger, I mean, definitely bigger than an acting job, even though it wasn't. It was exactly like that. So it was, and that's exactly what it was. And it was, and never have has a support group mattered more. That's true. I guess now we know what the um, benefit of go- of having a support group is. <laughs> That's exactly. So it's funny we compl- that we made fun of it the week before. <laughs> yeah. Pretty well, funny. All right. Well, Pretty funny. You know, what yeah. can we say? Yeah. Really? The support helped. Yeah. We got our asses handed to us. Good thing for Amy Adams. She went on to book big things. Yeah. Amy Adams. <laughs> yes. That's who did the actor support group. Oh, that's right. I forgot. <laughs> that's right. I forgot. Yeah. My, I'm, I'm pretty much in a blackout yeah. state. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, we have been trying. I want Julie Lang to know. We got a few gifts and we didn't need gifts. We were just so happy with just the messages and people putting broken heart emojis. And it really just we just felt like we weren't alone. And Julie Lang, though, did come through because we it did immediately, like you said, go on the bender of all benders, the darkness bender, not the fun bender, not the trash box bender. The Uh you're trying to harm yourself, Bender, Mm -hmm. and you better stop before it's too late Mm -hmm. type of vibes. Mm -hmm. Very Mm self-indulgent. Very like I'm writing in a journal now and laying on the floor on my lint. (sighs) Yes, in my own (laughs) lint. Right. There's cat litter in my pews. Yeah. It just not. Not cute. Not fun. No fun. No fun. No fun. No fun. And then you go and you go, you know what? This isn't fun. And fuck them. Just got to stop. I'm eventually. like, we stop. We stopped. And now well, we um, had to because of this. Shit. <laughs> well, good. Because we would have kept it pushing. Well, we stopped and we're not fucking victims. Well, we lightly. I mean, we stopped. The alcohol ran out. Julie Lang tried to get us more <laughs> alcohol. And I don't know. I'm it's like through this service and we haven't been able to pick it up. Julie, this Julie, Mamma has gone to pick it up several times. You can't seem to make it work. So she sent that which was really sweet. Our, like, boo from across the pond, mm-hmm. our British boo, Andy Oni, she sent us a gift card. Again, couldn't pick it up. It got canceled. I don't want to go near the emails. <laughs> You've definitely started, like, you know, we're going to do a live show. Yeah, and- I'm, I'm, I'm at work. Yeah. I'm working. Yeah. So I got to, and I refuse to, uh, I will not let them, uh, I will not let them, do this to me we're doing a live show in arkansas of all places yes in eureka springs august 6th so there's that we'll keep you posted with that and we are trying we are trying to do a show in june in the boston area yes so we are working on that as well but the uh, arkansas show is a done deal done deal Done deal. It's already booked. We're done. We're we're. I talked to the dude. We don't know Sounds where they great. can get tickets, though. I don't think the tickets are even available yet. But it's their diversity weekend in Eureka Springs. We're gonna. I'm gonna do stand up. Then we're gonna do a live podcast. The place looks like it's one of those small town like. Who knew that existed in Arkansas, where apparently it's like a haven for 
bikers and drag queens and and hippies and artists and oh, kind of like Joshua Tree. Uh, yeah, it sounds great. Well, we are going to. Did you mean bikers and like a biker gang, or did you mean bikers yeah. who like ride bicycles? No, apparently bikers oh, and cool. a biker gang. So that is like Joshua Tree. Mm-hmm. Well, um, whatever goes on, I probably will need to at least drive by the Walmart Museum and talk major shit about that. Okay. And I do want to go to the church with the trees yes. in Arkansas. Yes. Um, one of our Patreons in the pandemic, I planned the road trip of all road trips before reality came in and said, you guys can't afford a fucking RV. And we <laughs> were like, oh, mm, okay, it's for rich Who knew that, people. that was so expensive? I guess that's the privilege. Of, yeah, in, mean, our, in our minds, it was like going to be... Oh, I would. I just assumed dr- people in RVs were taking vacations because it was cheaper. It isn't. No, it is not. Totally out of our grasp. It's beyond expensive. <laughs> it's more expensive. Well, I planned the best fucking one, and so, you know, you that included driving through Arkansas, and now that we're going for the first time, mm-hmm. we'll be going to Hillary Clinton's grave, and we'll be going to Walmart Museum. <laughs> and- Where's Hillary Clinton's grave? I assume it's just an essence. Oh, oh, right. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Oh, right. Because the Clintons. The yeah. Clintons are in Arkansas. All the Clintons. Right. Yeah. Yes. So we'll be lurking, yes. looking for that um, jizz pot. And then we have to go to the church. Yes. If anyone knows even anything, it's like it's a church in the middle of these trees. We called it in the pandemic. This woman mm-hmm. answered. And we literally talked to this woman just in the middle of the pandemic. And we're like, are you open? And we were still in our like fantasy road trip mode. And mm-hmm. she was like, yeah, we're open. Come on down. It's like, we will be going. I don't care what the fuck kind of church service they're doing. We are going and doing it. It's so pretty. It looks incredible. I'm going to be like, do you guys do like a Haftorah here? <laughs> do you do like a Shabbat service? <laughs> I mean, we can only hope it's just not too, you know, 13 wives kind of weird well, but we'll, we'll, we'll is, just go on fun. in yeah it'll i'll just fun. say put your long skirt on ma'am out and you're my wife you're my sister wife so <laughs> let's go and we'll go in and we'll pretend we're sister wives to jebediah right real quick i do want to thank devin verona as well mm-hmm. because she gave us gift cards to burke williams Can't on a re- recent patreon Can't wait. um i talked about a porny massage i had recently <laughs> uh-huh. and we had to like wax poetically about how we I love Burke Williams going and eating the fruit mm-hmm. and sitting in the quiet room and drinking the cucumber mm-hmm. water. And you mm-hmm. like needed to do that. And Devin Braun is always taking care of you. Mm-hmm. And after we got our sad news, she sent us that so we could do self-care. We're going to wait until we're in a better mood, <laughs> I think. Don't you? Because yes. we want to just enjoy it and feel sexy and mm-hmm. good and mm-hmm. be like... We can enjoy the porniness of it all. I know. I have to lose 20 pounds before you <laughs> yeah. go there. Yeah. We don't want to go and be like, oh, like losers. Like, you know, that's not how we want to feel. So, but we are going to do it. We got that. And we thank Devin so much. Yeah, I don't want anyone coming up to me and being like, when are you going to lose the baby weight? <laughs> we now interrupt our regularly scheduled Jojo and Kiki to talk about fucking Trump because... He's back again! He's back! He's back! I'll tell you right away! He's back! He's back! A monumentous day! Send somebody down to greet him! Who'd have thought I'd finally meet him? He's back! Who's back? The founder of this place! A dog! A gas! No one's ever seen his face! He's a genius of business! Is there no limit to his business? It's pronounced wiseness.
All right, so this week, amid a myriad of tragic implosions in the Republican Party, Donald Trump brought his bloated teeth back to the limelight of the rally circuit in order to officially endorse a douche named J.D. Vance in a very competitive Ohio Republican primary for U.S. Senate. (laughs) That's right. Current Republican Senator Rob Portman from Ohio is retiring and leaving the door wide open for a younger, more rotted, and more Trumpian white Ohio dick to replace him. Q. J.D. Vance, a conservative commentator and venture capitalist who wrote the white grievance Bible, (laughs) Hillbilly Elegy, which led to the cringy and embarrassing movie starring Amy (laughs) Adams and Glenn Close. Mm. I mean, the posters alone caused secondhand embarrassment so intense it should have been officially labeled a condition. I remember just driving and seeing just like, what is Glenn Close alone? What has happened to her? Glenn, come on, Glenn. The name of it, just all of it. Like, and I, you know what? We don't need your notes. If you liked the movie, we haven't seen it. We won't be seeing it. it. I can't deal with Glenn Close's hair. (laughs) I will not and won't. And I blame J.D. Vance for Uh, that wig. Agreed. The only thing we're going to do is put damages back on (laughs) and enjoy Glenn in all of her glora. Now, J.D. Vance is a rich investment creep, exploiting and encouraging a legion of poor working class racists just like Donald Trump, which is why Trump endorsed him. Despite the fact that J.D. Vance spent all of 2016 basically trashing Trump to anyone who would listen. Trump is now hosting the J.D. Vance jerk-off convention because J.D. Vance is backed by the billionaire conservative investment banker Peter Thiel, who, just in case you don't remember, co-founded PayPal and is gay. Is he gay or is he in the clause? He's gay. Oh, well, let's not put anything in the positive column for old Peter fucking Teal. Well, it makes it negative, the fact that he's this fucking Republican piece of shit. Peter Teal and his money are hugely influential in the extreme alt-right circles. And now we're not talking about QAnon here. And we're not really talking about Republicans in the, like, conventional shitty Republican sense. <laughs> when you say conservative, it's like... Um, This shit is a lot more sophisticated. It's conspiracy theories basically for the rich and educated Mm -hmm. elites, if you will, who went from. Oh, yeah. Oh, elites who went from standing Bernie Sanders to crying about covid and the liberal regime red pilling everyone. Mm -hmm. This guy, J.D. Vance, is in that fucking scene. Mm. And back when he wrote Hillbilly Elegy, he hated Trump. I'm pretty sure Peter Thiel and his gay fucking ass hated Trump, too. He he's he campaigned for Trump. Yeah, but they're they're called like this new right, this alt right. They initially weren't all Trumpian, but they are now because of like Steve Bannon and all of these people. So this guy, J.D. Vance, worked for Peter Thiel. So if they ended up campaigning for Trump, they did so out of like a vested interest in their own candidates because Peter Thiel is backing like this guy, J.D. Vance. But They didn't like, couldn't have liked him at first because no one did. But now no candidate on a Republican ticket is going to kick Trump out of bed for eating crackers. You there's you can't run on a Republican ticket and then and be against Trump. No. Plus, there's like five other Republicans fighting to win the Senate seat in Ohio. And they were all licking Trump's dehydrated taint, hoping he would endorse them. And Trump loves them all because Trump loves when people publicly lick his dehydrated taint. And he hates when people talk shit about him like J.D. Vance did back in 2016. 
But because Peter Thiel's financial backing and Fox News featuring him constantly, Trump feels like J.D. Vance is the candidate that's going to win. And as much as he likes having his tank kissed, he does not want to get caught endorsing the candidate who loses. Here he is literally admitting that actual thing at his rally in Ohio. But none of these vital changes will be possible if we don't kick the radical left, Democrat, socialist, I say communist, because again, when you don't have a media, when you have people turning off their cameras where they don't want to hear something, when you don't have a media that's going to police the corruption in this country, then you've got yourself a big problem. But we're going to throw them out of the House and out of the Senate this November. So important. And we have to do everything to maximize our chances of victory, our country's at stake. It's all about winning. We have no choice. We have to win. We have to fight. They fight very dirty, very dirty. They used COVID in order to cheat in the election by sending millions and millions and millions of fake ballots all over the place. Nobody knew what the hell was happening. Some houses got many, many ballots. I won't say how many because they'll say, how do you know that? Many, many people, I could say in this audience, but of course this audience would have far fewer. If I went to another audience, almost everybody would raise their hand. That's why I'm very pleased to introduce the man with by far the best chance to defeat the radical Democrat nominee for the U.S. Senate this November. And you know what? You know what? He's a guy that said some bad shit about me. He did. He did. But you know what? Every one of the others did also. In fact, if I went by that standard, I don't think I would have ever endorsed anybody in the country. You want to know? They all said bad, but they all came back. But I will tell you, he, he was tough, and, but the others were tough, and they all, a lot of them said some really bad things. And ultimately, I put that aside. By the way, he's been, like, uh, incredible in the last period of time, long period of time. And so have the others, for the most part, I guess, in all cases, the others. But I have See, to like do what people. I have to do. We have to pick somebody that can win. And this guy is, See? he's tough, he's smart, he's a former Marine. He's a Yale-educated lawyer, a great student, you know, went to Yale, got a law degree. He's a great student. He's a fearless MAGA fighter. He fights like crazy, and he loves Ohio, and he, frankly, he's a great Buckeye. So what I'd like to do is ask J.D. Vance, come forward. I want to pick somebody that's going to win, and this man is going to win. Come on up, J.D. I mean, how many times does he have to say, I'm picking somebody that's going to win? Well, thank God he's a good student. You know what I mean? Thank God. Yeah. Now, that was a rally, like, that was a Trump rally. That wasn't a rally for J.D. Vance. Mm -hmm. And a lot, you know, you can't really get the story from the fake news, but there were definitely people at the rally, and the rally was packed. Um, Trump's really popular in Ohio. Mm -hmm. There were people at the rally that were not going to vote for J.D. Vance because there's other popular, super, super Trumpy candidates mm there that have been a hundred percent on board with trump from the get-go right. so this guy he's been a he hasn't like loved trump and he's talked shit so there's other people they don't like him they want this other guy mm -hmm. but they are confused as to why trump isn't endorsing the other guy right um because it is off brand for him and it's going to be interesting to see like if 
because he's never really like thrown his weight around and show, shown his power with like his endorsements before. Mm-hmm. There are people like on MSNBC saying like, oh, he, he's he's perfectly capable and he's proven that he can like ruin somebody. He does that all the time. He like ran Jeff Flake out of the Senate. But now because th- there's a lot of like popular guys in this in this Senate race. So and this primary is on May 4th. Mm. So. I guess we'll find out then, like, where, where Trump's power, like, really lies. And J.D. Vance is a stupid fucking asshole. At this point, I wish Ohio could just keep Rob Portman, but he announced his surprise, and I use that in quotes, retirement in January, probably either because he was blackmailed into it or aggressively coerced into it yeah. with the promise of some high-paying fake consultant job, mm-hmm. probably for, by Peter Thiel. Probably. Either way, J.D. Vance recently went on record literally saying he didn't care about fucking Ukraine. Like, what has happened to just decency? And It's gone. Yeah. And in in an interview, he said, quote, I got to be honest with you. I don't really care what happens to Ukraine. I do care about the fact that in my community right now, the leading cause of death among 18 to 45 year olds is Mexican fentanyl. End quote. What it, so what does he mean right there? Is he saying that he's upset that people in Ohio are addicted to drugs? Or is he saying that he's upset that Mexicans are ruining Ohio's quality drugs with trashy fentanyl? <laughs> he's definitely mad about the Mexicans of some way with the drugs. Like, clearly, you don't say you're mad about Mexican fentanyl. That's what you're mad at? You're mad that, that you think that the, you've created a fake narrative of Mexican drug dealers putting fentanyl in their In what? The opioids that have drugs? been killing people in Ohio since literally <laughs> exactly. two, like 2012? There was more fucking opioid prescriptions in Ohio than there was literal people in Ohio. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't Mexican fentanyl that was no. killing these people. It was opioids. Exactly. He's such a dumbass loser. He really is. And also, if you don't care about what happens in Ukraine then I guess you don't care about the security of this country because what happens in Ukraine is uh, directly related to Europe and the security in our own country. Because if Russia takes over Ukraine, they're going to have control of very important military bases of power plants, power plants, nuclear power. And it's very important that Ukraine comes out uh, and doesn't get... uh, run by by putin who will then be more power with china i mean the fact that he, it, it's it's unbelievable it's he so he hates america he hates america jd vance <laughs> hates america that's what the democrats should be saying the republicans would say that that's they would what say, that's exactly the republicans what they would say j you know whoever you know bernie sanders whoever hates america well we should be saying jd vance hates america he hates americans and he hates america that's what they need to say but speaking of trashy fentanyl marjorie taylor green added another jizz stain on the face of the Republican Party this week when she lied under oath in a hearing brought forth by voters in her Georgia district where they're fighting tooth and nail to get her stank ass thrown out of Congress and prevented from ever running for re-election. So under the 14th Amendment to the Constitution, no person who has engaged in an insurrection or rebellion against the government may serve as an elected official in said government. Which, by the way... This amendment was created in order to prevent people who had fought for the Confederacy from returning to Congress. Mm -hmm. So basically, this group called Free Speech for the People. Okay. It's just whether it's Democrat or Republican, we just don't need super PACs with these fucking names. Uh Just bug. They got together to represent voters in congressional districts whose shitty representatives participated in the attempted coup on the Capitol on January 6th in Washington, D.C. 
They're trying for other districts, but the main two popping off right now are Marjorie Taylor Greene's Congressional District in Georgia and old Madison Cawthorn's Congressional District in North Carolina. We'll get to Madison Cawthorn's soup cookie hypocrite face in a second. But first, for anyone that doesn't remember, Marjorie Taylor Greene is the blonde trash box who got elected to the United States Congress as an out and proud QAnon member. She had video upon video upon video on fuckbook, of course, professing her love and loyalty to Q, claiming 9-11 didn't happen, talking shit about Jews, railing against the Hollywood elite pedophile ring, and saying that the Rothschild family amassed their immense wealth by controlling the weather with lasers. <laughs> Just another day at the office for a dumb bitch who reads every incel conspiracy mm -hmm. theory on Facebook. Mm -hmm. Just... Fucking wow. wow. Mm -hmm. It's unbelievable now. It's It was unbelievable then. Yes, yes. No one could believe it. Yep. No one can still believe it. Nope. People are still yeah. getting groups together with tons of money just to get this fucking monster out of our fucking <laughs> face. It's more depressing that she got elected yeah. than Trump did. The yeah, woman agreed. is a fucking steroid creature who poses with her kids holding machine guns in front of their Christmas tree. She's absolutely fucking unequivocally out to fucking lunch. She is out to lunch. Mm -hmm. And... She got, not only did she get elected, but she is an actual thing in government. She's a thing. There are literally 400 reps in the House of Representatives that no one has ever heard of. But we have to hear about this bitch every single fucking day. She didn't just get in there. No. She's in our face from the minute she got her office. She carried a gun. The, the day she got elected, she carried a fucking gun in there. Mm -hmm. And the people who have their office near her are like, I don't want to fucking be near her. And there to be Nancy Pelosi has to go, you can't carry a gun onto the fucking floor. She's putting out signs that says gender is gender oh, next right. to, you know, right. this op somebody who has an office who has a transgender kid. It's right. like she never has stopped trolling, 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 trolling. Marjorie trolling green. That is exactly who she is. She's a fucking troll. There's a troll in the House of Representatives. A troll. Not just one. A troll under the bridge. There's several trolls. There's several trolls. That's true. There's, there's, a, there's trolls. a gang of trolls hovering under the yes. bridge at the at the, at the Capitol. Yeah, and, and there are. And you walk up the stairs and they go, you must answer these questions three in order to pass. And you go, wait a minute. Well, basically, basically there was an entire hearing. Um, to say basically at the hearing. Basically at the hearing, they these lawyers went and explained what the 14th amendment was and it was super boring and it was just like click 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 forward 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 but trying to understand about the 14th amendment which was pretty interesting because you can you can debate it either way and then she gets on the stand and they ask her a bunch of questions about january 6th and the thing with her is did she plan was she part of planning um any of the violence that happened on january 6th like did she and did she sort of did she participate par the way they would when they fought in the Confederacy? Right. Did she incite anything? Did she plan for anything? You know, and now she said no. And she did tweet Nancy Pelosi's whereabouts, knowing that they were looking to do violence on Nancy Pelosi. So basically in the in the hearing, there were a number of things that they had to, that they asked her about. They asked her if she thought that the um, Joe Biden had won the election fairly. They asked her if that was the did she oppose the peaceful transfer of power? They asked Which she her. clearly did. She had video saying that the, the... She had video after video after video saying that the election was stolen. So she also... There's videos going up to June 6th, of, uh, January 6th of 
QAnon this and the, the big lie that and then fraud, fraud, fraud and voter fraud and blah, blah, blah and take Nancy Pelosi down and blah, blah, blah. So one of the sort of funnier moments is when they asked her about like saying shit about Nancy Pelosi because that was the whole thing where that they people were going Nancy looking for Nancy Pelosi to like yeah. kill her. Yeah, you're like you who Nancy, I where mean, are you? And she posted not only her whereabouts, but she has shit tweet tweets and her actual voice saying like we should shoot Nancy Pelosi in the head and yeah, all this shit. She said we should shoot Nancy Pelosi in the head or something so like that. So they asked her that and she was like, no, 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 no. And then they go, really? And then they showed her. They played for her herself saying it. And then she literally laughs. And this is an important time in our history. We can't allow this just to just to be gone, you know, just to let it go. You can't allow it to just transfer power peacefully like Joe Biden wants and allow him to become our president because he did not win this election. It's being stolen and the evidence is there. Is it fair to say, Representative Green, that from election night of 2020 until January 6, 2021, your personal opinion and your wish was that Congress not certify Joe Biden as the winner of the 2020 election. Uh, no, that's not accurate. Did you like a post that said it's quicker, that a bullet to the head would be a quicker way to remove there it is. Nancy Pelosi from the role of speaker? I have had many people manage my social media account over the years. I have no idea who liked that. Okay. You're, are you testifying under oath it wasn't you? I just want to be clear on that. I am testifying. I have no idea who liked that comment. Fair enough. It could have been you. <laughs> right? She's I'm telling She's you, the I question. do not know. When did you first uh, become aware that there were going to be large demonstrations in D.C. on the 6th? I don't recall. And who put it on your calendar? I don't know. Somebody on your staff, I take it? I have no idea. I don't know. I do not recall that, no. I don't recall. I don't remember. I don't think so. I don't recall the exact days. I don't think so. I don't recall that at all. I don't know. I don't recall that was the video, but I don't recall. In fact, you think that Speaker Pelosi is a traitor to the country, right? Uh, you're, I'm not answering that question. It's speculation. It's you, hypothetical. You've, you've said that, haven't you, Ms. Green, that she's a traitor to the country? No, I haven't said that. Okay. Put up. Can I exhibit five, please? Which, which oh, no, wait. Mm. Hold on now. Mm. I believe by not upholding the, uh, securing the border, that that violates her oath of office. And this is an important time in our history. We can't allow this just to just to be gone, you know, just to let it go. You can't allow it to just transfer power peacefully like Joe Biden wants and allow him to become our president because he did not win this election. It's being stolen and the evidence is there. Okay. So that, that's you, right? <laughs> yes, that's me. <laughs> And when you say mm. we can't allow it, we can't just let it go. Mm. The the it. Maybe you wanted to shoot Nancy Pelosi <laughs> in the head. To have uh, Joe maybe Biden that was your idea. The winner of the 2020 presidential election. You are showing a video where it doesn't give us any reference beforehand, and it doesn't give us any reference afterwards. <laughs> reference to what? So it's not really my complete. Oh. It's hard to get an understanding of what I was saying. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's hard for everyone to get an understanding. Uh -huh. I, 
I don't. Okay. Um, we're, we're watching a partial video and a partial statement of, of clearly an interview I was doing. I don't know what date it was on, and it's definitely off someone else's uh, Twitter or Facebook. I can't see it from here. So we'll find out later in the week if she's going to be basically like um, unable to run again. Yeah, you know? running from yeah. like yeah, re-election. To, and God, God willing, from from our, from their lips to God's ears, God please, for, for right. the love of God. And if Marjorie Taylor Greene does believe those things, this is where I get insane. Is these QAnon whatever people like just own it, Lisa Rinna? Own it, own it, sister, own it. You would you would have more, you would be less apt, let's say, to be charged with a crime if you truly could prove that you believe that. If I really, really, really believed it, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Then I think they might not let her run again. But then she at least could go on with her life. And I don't think she could be charged with any kind of crime because she really, really believes that. And she could say that who were, you know, you could then argue it and they could stand by that and she could have that as a belief. But they, but she, but she no, knows well, that she it's doesn't wrong. want to lose her office. They don't and want to she, lose their numbers, and, and know, she doesn't want to lose her fucking job. And she's a lying sack of sh sh shriveled up shit that doesn't have any balls or no any, balls. any doesn't stand for anything. And she has no integrity. And she's going to sit up there and lie and lie and lie and lie like the weasel she is in order to keep her job. And they want her to keep her numbers. I mean, I'm sure they're torn. The Republicans. I'm sure they're like they'd be I'm fine sure if are. she's gone. I'm sure they are. But that just goes to. If you're a Republican and you're watching that, it's like, don't you see? Don't or anyone. Well, then another member of the Legion of Trolls hanging out under the bridge <laughs> is old. Your old boyfriend, Madison Cawthorn. <sighs> Fucking Maddie Moonlighting Cawthorn. OK, now he, he this group free speech for people also went against him getting reelected too. He's an, um, a rep from North Carolina. Mm -hmm. If you don't know, he's like a young, good looking guy who is in a wheelchair. Mm -hmm. He came up the same time as Marjorie Taylor Greene. He's mm -hmm. a fucking piece of shit, asshole, <laughs> dick, hypocrite. Most recently, he, he did some, again, some far alt-right extremist, like not QAnon, more of like this thing. I'm telling you, it's called the New Republic. You guys got to, there's a Vanity Fair article on it. It is a, it's Horrifying. a, it's a K-hole of scary, uncomfortable, too many names, Awful. very hard to Awful. decipher and a lot of billionaires involved. But he does an interview with one of those endless podcasts or podcast YouTube shows where he talks about the fact that he looked up to all these Republicans and then he finally gets an office and he's invited to orgies uh -huh. and then he gets to the orgy and he's offered key bumps of Coke. And he basically puts these Republicans on blast for being the, you know, skank buckets that they are. Right. And yet he was at the orgy doing the key bumps now. Yeah. But they were I mean? all real, real, real they offended. Were yeah. They, were pissed. they don't need their, you know, cone of silence yeah. fucking lifted. That's right. Then, now it's important to know that Maddie has said some vile things. He is, he's even more, I mean, I, I mean, not to put, to, to pit them against each other, but in a vile off, I would say he's worse than Marjorie Taylor Greene. He said he called gays, gay people filthy. He then wrote an article and had this whole, he has this whole like um, theory that 
men are being emasculated, the men aren't being men anymore, and that the kids of today need to be brought up as, quote, monsters, that boys need to be brought up as little monsters, be given guns, and they need to be able to, like, be their manly selves and go out and do what men do. So they have to be monsters and gay people are filth. I guess when you raise your kid like that, they drink too much and get in a car accident on their way home from spring break and paralyze (laughs) because that's what happened to him. That is correct. And then his little monster friend was driving the car. That is correct. And then he blamed his friend and said his friend um, left him for dead, which wasn't true, so that he could get money. That's correct. That is right. He that. So then a picture surfaces of him where he's at. I don't know where he is. He's at a party or wherever. He's with two girls and he's wearing He's dr- drinking drunk and he's looking coy, dare I, and pretty and wearing a woman's bra and like a, a lady's like sateen tank top. Now, the words lingerie have been going around and I want to stop that right now. <laughs> I don't want to hear the word lingerie one more fucking time. The reason I just want you to know the reason people are saying that is because of the sateen tank top. If it was a bra and underwear or if it was if it was anything even recognizable like garters, a bustier, although but that weird ass <laughs> thing uh-huh. makes people just call it lingerie because it's just clearly women's like underwear or undergarments. And then you don't really know. You just have to go lingerie. That's the reason because it's kind of a weird, confusing thing he's wearing. It's a weird. Confusing and he's wearing thing. makeup and he's wearing makeup. I mean, yeah. it looks pretty. He looks pretty. And he's also giving you like, I'm living my best life. Hey, guys, I'm going to have rosé. Yeah. Like, I mean, not to. And I'm just going to whatever. And you can write as many letters as you Mm. want. But the motherfuckers in the closet. So fucking deep with Lindsey Graham. He seemed seemed like in the closet the minute he rolled out in his wheelchair. Like (laughs) with all due. Like the motherfucker has never not once seemed like he was in the closet. And never more did he than when he said, oh, no, his heroes invited him to orgies and offered him key bumps. And then I will say that the this group free speech for people mm-hmm. their motion got blocked by a judge in north carolina but the republicans are now the super have a super pack going against him because the republicans They're want pissed. him the fuck yes. out of their face take yeah. your gay ass in the fucking <laughs> closet in the bra and the makeup and the fucking key bombs and get the fuck out of our fucking face you nobody tells on us when we invite you to an orgy you take the bomb you go in the back you suck yeah. some fucking dick with Lindsey graham yeah. and you fucking clap everyone on the back yep. and say clank clank good night <laughs> exactly and that's the problem is that he's a He's such a hypocrite. He, he can't even hypocrite. do that. He can't even fucking do that. He is. And he has to. He hates himself. So, I mean, there's a part of me that feels sorry for him. It's pathetic. He's a sad, miserable, miserable person who can't just be himself. Because of religion. Because of religion and whatever this idea of being a man is, which is all bullshit. And I want to call out Bill Maher a little bit on that, too. Take your fucking we can't be men anymore and suck a fucking dick till the end of fucking <laughs> time you know who doesn't have a problem with what's going on with men real men you know you're a vile hypocrite <laughs> that is not to be trusted bored. at all it, when, when mean, even the republicans are kicking even, your ass yes, out you are such a tattletale you are such a ta- i mean look at fucking mark meadow or, or kevin mccarthy right now who's being dragged and for filth but yet he's standing firm and even though they're going to play the tape where he's like i was going to call him and tell him we need to fire him he's going to stand by the fact that he never fucking said it you know what i mean like he is going to eat the shit till the end of time but this guy this guy is i don't know i've never seen anything like it where the the tattling just he can't help it he needs to like 
it's, it's like insane. he said he hates himself so much he does. It, it, it turns him into a vile hypocrite no yeah. matter what the thing is right he lies about it and goes against the yep. truth always yep he said his friend left him for fucking dead he'll lie about anything anything, anything. now it's time for so there's that All right, so this is the part of the show where Julia has to find a so there's that moment that's happening because of or in spite of the diarrhea toilet Republicans and the ignorant Facebook Fox News army that follows them. She hates doing it because finding an uplifting story to end the show on a positive note is fucking hard, especially when we lost a job we've been working for for the last five months that every producer and casting director on the show said we had in the bag. (laughs) But we are so lucky that we have our Patreon podcast to support us financially and ironically it was our patreon subscribers who provided us with tons of relevant and profound so there's that's about losing our job which i know we were only able to accept and believe because of doing this segment every fucking week since the beginning of this podcast Responding to dark scenarios with resilience and hope is a choice. And who knew that simply pretending to do it for the last six years was actually working? Right, Meow Meow? That's right. That's right. Who knew? I mean, here we are. Here we are. The only reason we could read through all their messages and take them to heart is because of pretending to believe all of these so there's that's that you do each week (laughs) for six fucking years. Right. Here we are in another week um, of true, true belief. Now, this is one of these weeks that I love because... As you know, or if you don't, or if you've been listening long enough to this podcast, you know that we here at DGP cannot fucking stand Facebook and the data mining monarchs of social media and the online cathedral of the reverse woke incel grievance that's about to run this country. Barf. Well, we now know that Elon Musk, his 87 children, his lies, his stupid fucking car company, which is going to litter the earth with charging stations and dead batteries, his douchebaggery is set to buy out Twitter for $44 billion. Now, he wants us all to think he's doing this because he believes in free speech and he thinks regulation is bad. Now, I do believe that he thinks regulation is bad because he wants to carte blanche destroy as much of the earth as possible and be as rich as humanly he can. While pretending he's helping it and fucking his girlfriend who says she has psychic pain. (laughs) Right. But of course, he's got no care for anyone else on the planet. And he clearly has a God complex and wants to control how the mob votes and what the direction of this country is going so that it can benefit him. But the most egregious thing about Elon Musk and the owning of Twitter is the buying and selling of our personal data. And that's where we land today. In this country, we've been slowly dragging our heels into explaining our rights when it comes to our data privacy And though, for example, in California, you can request to see how your data is being used online or Apple, let's say, the level of hoops you have to go through makes it virtually impossible to even follow through or understand where to even fucking find this information. In addition, the debate over free speech in this country is utterly insane. And at this point, if you can't see through the extreme of any argument, you're about to get brainwashed. The fact that the majority of Bernie people have gone over to Trump should tell you everything. But I digress. 
Though this country is a cesspool of Elon Musk jizz and Marjorie Taylor Greene slime, in Europe, they have to deal with the same shit too. Only, like, like, look what just happened in France. With that Moulin Rouge whore Marine Le Pen who's sucking Putin's dick through a panic room door as he throws quarters at her and spits on her mother. We're in a race between democracy and jizocracy. And the sad fact that half this world would prefer a jizocracy, I just can't even fucking believe it. I wish so hard for nothing more than to move out to nowhere with a pool <laughs> surrounded by animals, a way to shovel down food and a working vibrator. That's it. I give up. But alas, here we are. So the good news is that we have two queens in the form of uh, who are working in the European Union. One woman who's the basically the executive vice president of the commission for this digital, um, this whole digital campaign, which has been going on for quite a while, which we've talked about before. And her name is Margaret Vestager. And the European Union, European Union president, whose name is Ursula von der Leyen. I urge you to Google them just to see what they look like. These bitches have spearheaded all the shit that's gone down as far as data mining in the European Union. We've covered all the regulations they've done prior to this new one. And they've been doing tons over the years, uh, way more than we've done. Way more than we've done. And these queens have done it again to the point where you just have to go stand and slow clap. Basically, what went down is they agreed on another set of regulations called the Digital Services Act which will force tech companies to take greater responsibility for content that appears on their platforms. New obligations include removing illegal content and goods more quickly, explaining to users and researchers how their algorithms work, and taking stricter action on the spread of misinformation. If they don't do this, the companies face fines up to 6% of their annual income, basically. And Facebook in the past has had to pay them huge fines, but the algorithm transparency is the thing. It's pretty great. So the DSA, as it's called, will upgrade the ground rules for all online services in the European Union. I wish that we had this here, but we don't. It gives practical effect to the principle that what is illegal offline should be illegal online. The greater the size, the greater the responsibilities of online platforms. The DSA shouldn't be confused with the DMA, and that DMA is what we talked about before, the Digital Markets Act, which was agreed upon uh, last March. Both acts affect the tech world, but the DMA focuses on creating a level playing field between businesses, while the DSA, which is what we're talking about today, deals with how companies police content on their platforms. So this is really what's going to impact internet users and what's just so exciting. Here's some of the things. Here's a list like a bullet pointed list of the things that we wish that were happening here in America online targeted advertising based on an individual's religion, sexual orientation or ethnicity is banned. Minors cannot be subject to targeted advertising either. And as we know, we are all targeted by our data yep. with advertising, yeah. which is part of the problem. And a lot of times, I mean, honestly, the majority of times the advertisements that you're seeing, whether it's fucking dresses from China on Instagram or some fucking religious bullshit on Facebook, it's honestly, I mean, I hate to say it. We don't know if Jen Shaw will innocent <laughs> proven right. guilty, yes. but it's that shit where you're being sold a fake thing. Right. And you're, exactly. and you're getting, and you're like, shit, this, you know, you get the dress and you're like, this is a garbage piece of dress. This wasn't a real advertisement. They right. saw what I searched. Right. Now they're using a search that I already yes. did. 
and they targeted me. I tried buying a cell phone holder and it came and I couldn't even believe what showed up. What about the different bra things you bought us? Awful. Now, you, I mean, you've started clicking on clickbait, um, which comes from your data and it's an yeah. algorithm that comes to you. Yeah. You've started clicking on it and buying things just for fun. But the <laughs> level of garbage shit we've got in here, that is just unbelievable. Beyond. It is unbelievable. Next thing, dark patterns, confusing or deceptive user interfaces designed to steer users into making certain choices will be prohibited. The, U the EU says that as a rule, canceling subscriptions should be as easy as signing up for them. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Large online platforms like Facebook will have to make the working of their recommender algorithms used for sorting content on the news feed or suggesting TV shows on Netflix transparent That's right. to users. Let's never, ever, 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 ever forget as long as we live that the guy that shot up the Pulse fucking nightclub was using Facebook and because of the way he was, he used Facebook for probably for one fucking day, one casual interest, he was steered and directed directly into an, a Muslim extremist right. group and he goes in there and he shoots up the pulse nightclub and 30 fucking mm -hmm. three people die or whatever it is and it's like it was 1000 percent facebook's fucking fault for leading that kid into a brainwashed scenario yep you have there's certain people that are gonna have no power over that they are literal victims of apparently half the country apparently half the actually half the population is uh if not more is it, that's it's a sad to say is in an algorithm brainwash scenario yeah, we probably apparently. are too except we don't do facebook so suck it bitch yeah no i'm just brainwashed into yeah. believing that the cell phone thing that i ordered yeah. that's gonna come is yeah. gonna be okay though you know what i mean like okay users <laughs> should also be offered a recommender system not based on profiling in the case of instagram for example that this would mean a chronological feed which why isn't there a chronological it fucking used feed? to be it's like so that annoying. i literally remember the day it changed because it changed it roll it rolled out slowly where some people were getting like an algorithm feed and mm -hmm. the rest of us were still getting the chronological i remember the day it hit mine and i don't even do again i don't even do instagram now but probably because of that because i can't stand I know, I can't it makes me not want to push like on anything yeah, yeah. because once you push like on something that's going to always come yeah. to the top of your shit like. and turns out sweetie most people push like on things they actually hate so now right. the thing that you hate that bugs right. you the most on Instagram is the first thing you see right. when you open it. So now me and you never open it. We're just That's like, right. not going to open that. It's going right. to make me feel like shit. That's true. Agreed. Hosting services and online platforms will have to explain clearly why they've removed illegal content, as well as give users the ability to appeal such takedowns. The DSA itself does not define what content is illegal, though, and leaves this up to individual countries. Okay. The largest online platforms will have to provide key data to researchers to provide more insight into how online risks evolve. Online marketplace must keep basic information about traders on their platform to track down individuals selling illegal goods or services. I mean, yeah, I'm sorry if you're selling ghost guns, you're going to get fucking caught. That's right. And Deal with your life. And if you're doing false advertising, uh, you should get in trouble. I walked into fucking yes. Leah and Roy's house in 20 fucking 15 and was like, will you help me sue fucking Instagram? Yes. I was so livid yeah. that this false advertising was allowed when yep. you can't false advertise on TV. Ex exactly. Exactly. It's a literal crime. Large platforms will also have to introduce new strategies for dealing with misinformation during crises. A provision inspired by the recent invasion of Ukraine. Yeah, like, we can't be fucking being like Russia and China acting like um, Vladimir fucking Zelensky is a Nazi. Like, you can't be doing that. You just no. cannot be fucking doing that. And that Marjorie Taylor Greene and all of these QAnon and all the fucking bullshit 
and Jewish lasers. Just all of it is part of misinformation. Unbelievable. And it's just... People need to be able to get sued. You want to fucking go on and you want to call someone a child molester, then they need to be able to sue. You don't get to sit in your fucking house... And let me just say, I'll say L.A. just so I don't offend anyone. Mm-hmm. You don't get to sit in your fucking house in Burbank talking shit, calling fucking, you know, Tom Cruise and Nancy Pelosi fucking baby eaters who are fucking babies and Hillary Clinton fucking babies in a pizza shop. You will get sued now, sir. Yes, exactly. That's right. And when you're on a plane and you're poking a boxer too many times, yeah. you're going to get punched in your fucking little face, too. And you deserved it. So even though this just affects people in the European Union, I find it hopeful that as we in America continue to be bought and sold behind our own backs, Europeans will be self-aware and informed <laughs> and in control of how they're seeing and getting information. And hopefully we'll see this crazy, extreme shit start to go down. Well, let's just say they had Brexit, which yeah. the same time we had Trump. That was before when England was in the European Union, yep. which this caused them to leave the European Union. Yep. And then they just had this election in France where mm-hmm. a super extreme trash box whore yes. almost beat Emmanuel Macron. Yes. Fine, the French are famous for never reelecting people. Fine, fine, fine. But it will only help any sort of democracy. And I know that's yes. a fucking dirty word now. And it's completely fucking pretentious for me to even use it because, like, I barely even know what it is. But it will only help for, like, we got to stop the, 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 the tech companies controlling, like, these, yeah. uh, this fucking algorithm bias, this echo chamber bullshit. Like, like it, you're, you're seeing exactly what you want to see. And what you want to see is something that's going to enrage you. Exactly. So our data and the emergence of the unregulated tech and social media industry has to be regulated in this country. We can't just lay down and let them control us with the bullshit argument of free speech or whatever. Like we now we see we can see what's going on in Europe. We can see that there's an algorithm. We know that there's information being controlled. We know that they're trying to control us. So don't be controlled. Just like with the show that is trying to control our emotions right now, we will not be controlled, okay? The tr- we know the truth. <laughs> you mean the, sh- <laughs> the job we didn't get. Exactly. We see the truth. We know the truth. And we're out here. And thank God we have these queens and these women who are in the European Union who are paving the way and are in a bunch of fucking incels sitting around complaining about manhood and what's men turning into men and all this bullshit. So thank you, European Union. Thank you. So there's that. that's it for this episode of dumb gay politics thank you guys for listening we love you all so much and we are so grateful for all 14 of you please consider joining our patreon podcast if you haven't yet it's one dollar for one podcast a week and two dollars for two podcasts a week god i'm having fucking horrific allergies and sitting two feet from a litter box leave that in my mouth they're both an hour and we aim to get at least one of them out by sunday so you'll have all week to listen to them This week, we go to an escape room, and last week we cried, but hey, there's no politics, (laughs) no ads, no structure, no stress, and best of all, no pressure to join the Patreon. If nothing else, you'll be distracted from your own life thinking how fucking self-indulgent we are. (laughs) That's true. Like we mentioned at the beginning of the show, if you want to see what it's like before you sign up, there's a link to a free episode in the description of this week's podcast. 
or you can go to our website, julianbrandy.com, and there's a button on every page that says click to listen to a free episode of our Patreon podcast. If you like it and you decide to join, it's super easy to import our Patreon podcast into whatever app you use for all your other podcasts. You don't have to listen on patreon.com, nope, or even download the Patreon app if you don't want to. And if you decide you don't want to help us pay our bills and keep our homes, at least leave us a review on iTunes. You don't have to write anything. You can just hit five stars or one star. We don't care. And since I bugged you guys last week... Three people have gone on and left fucking reviews. Oh. It's really a testament to the power of our 14 listeners. And it's really proof that we only have 14 <laughs> listeners. <laughs> well, I want to personally thank Mia X Rock and Rolla, SJ622, and Katie Mack. Not only did these three heroes make it all the way <laughs> to the end of this terrible podcast... They also listened to our desperate thirst begging and left us three written reviews. Thanks, Quans. <laughs> and as always, it's been real and it's been fun. But mostly it's been gay and it's been dumb. Uh, and just... Uh, we know. We see you. We know our data. <laughs> How'd you do, I? See you've met my faithful hand in hand. He's just a little broad dime because when you knocked, he thought you were the candy man. Don't get strung up by the way I look. Don't judge a book by its cover. I'm not much of a man by the light of day, but by night I'm one hell of a lover. I'm just a sweet transvestite from transsexual Transylvania <laughs> Let me show you a rhyme and maybe play you a sign You look like you're both pretty groovy Or if you want something visual that's not too abysmal We could take in an old Steve Reeves movie I'm glad we caught you at home. Could we use your phone? We're both in a bit of a hurry. Right. We'll just say where we are, then go back to the car. We don't want to be any worry. Well, you got caught with a flat world. How about that? Well, babies, don't you panic. By the light of the night, It'll all seem all right I'll get you a satanic mechanic I'm just a sweet transvestite From transsexual Transylvania <laughs> Why don't you stay for the night? Right. Or maybe a bite right. I could show you my favorite obsession I've been making a man with blonde hair and a tan And he's good for relieving my tension I'm just a sweet transvestite From transsexual Transylvania <laughs> hey, hey, I'm just a sweet transvestite Transylvania. <laughs> so, c 
come up to the lab and see what's on the slab. I see you shiver with anticipation. But maybe the rain is really to blame. So I'll remove the cause. <laughs> But not the symptom. <laughs> <laughs> 